Hello, welcome to RageQuit, a gentleman's podcast about gaming on video screens. And here are the RageQuitters themselves, Aaron St. Laurent, Keith Sadik, Mike Morse, and me, Junt. Do you quit? I sure do. Alright, RageQuit episode 3. We're now 20 weeks into the endeavor. <laughs> Last week we were 10 weeks. Three away. a year. <laughs> Aaron St. Laurent, the most cautious podcaster. <laughs> Doesn't want to take a leap. Again, John is here. John, yes, and I'm here. Frankie Frank again. You've heard oh. you've heard John's excellent intro by now. Jo- I, I have. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Record it for us right now so it sounds a little better. What? I, 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 I don't have the dial. I don't have the Just Just see if you can remember it. Um, just wing it. No. Come on, try If I knew it, I'd do it. Hello, and welcome to Rage Quit. A gaming, a pod- gaming podcast <laughs> for about gentlemen. tables. No, for and- gentlemen. A gentleman's podcast. A gentleman's uh, podcast about gaming on video screens. <laughs> <laughs> and here are the rage quitters themselves. And here are the rage quitters themselves. Aaron St. Laurent. Michael, what's your house in Morse? Morse? <laughs> <laughs> and me, Junt. Because Keith Sedick's not here. Do you, do you quit? quit? I sure do. <laughs> no, <laughs> so hard. Miserable. I need to. <laughs> All right. We got through that. Now yeah. play a little jingle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, hum it for us. Trigger music. It did sound like to me the first impression I had was like Final Fantasy three. Okay. Yeah. I thought the piece of music sucked. I didn't even think it was like. Cool. <laughs> you wrote it on Tuesday night after work. <laughs> I did. <laughs> but you know well, something we need to get something yeah, out. We gotta there. get it done here. All right. So anyway. So they're coming out with the new. I, I said last time we'd talk about it real fast. Is the Scribble new Scribble yeah. yeah. I always thought that game was really awesome. Like as hold a, the phone. I don't know what this game is. Describe it to me, the dumb listener. I didn't like it at all. Okay, so the the basic premise is you um you get a world, just kind of a little world, and you're a little guy, and you write things. And when you write the thing, it comes into existence. So if you write metal elephant, it'll create a metal elephant. If you, write, I'm intrigued. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, it, what a, what a great like new concept for a game. Yeah, puzzle solving game. Yep, and you yep. have to you'll get like a, an objective like. End the world, or yeah. for example. Sure. And you, you maybe you'll create a black hole, and then that'll suck everything in, and the world will end. Or maybe a nuclear bomb, the world will end. Yeah. And sometimes you're allowed, like, cool. two or three moves, and yeah. you need to do it in so yep. many moves or less and by creating items and having How much actions. programming does that require? I, I can't imagine the kind of engine that they had to create to be able to do that. And the abstract... 23,000 words. That's what it has. Did they use that, like, that Jeopardy uh, robot? Well, I, I don't know, but it's, it must be pretty cool because I've tried to put things in, and, and even like if you're way off base on kind of getting something accurate, it can still get you most of the way there. Right, and also the engine is very, um, it uses physics. Yes. Like, depending on what yeah. items you it's have. It's got nice little physics, and, and things will interact with each so other. So does it look like a puzzle board, and then suddenly there's a black hole in the puzzle board? No, well, it's, it's, like a, it's like a 2D side scroller, and you, like if I create a Viking or a mean Viking, mm. a Viking will show up, and he'll have an axe, and he'll start attacking things. Are you ever like insanely impressed by like, I I pull yes, that I pull that out of my ass and yes, it's on the yes. screen. Yes, yeah. like like uh, a happy velociraptor, for example, <laughs> would would go and like you know celebrate with with you know a dancing velociraptor would go dance to can music. You get, can you get like um vulgar like a like a dancing turd? No, but there Not was really. one controversy I was just reading about apparently in the original game release. Um, there's some racial slur against black people called sambo. Uh, I don't know what it is, but mm, it would make some it would make a watermelon. Who would write that? Appear, appear in the game? Really? <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, I guess there's some <laughs> reference great. to, to a Who children's would do that? book that it came from. 
Well, I mean, probably it's all mapped in from like tons of like referential dictionaries and everything. It just like this equals. Someone this had equals to draw this. it though. Well, yeah, but it's just the watermelon icon. You know, that's the thing. There's only like a couple thousand unique graphics, which is still pretty impressive. But. Yeah, the, the, though there's twenty three thousand words, is not twenty three thousand objects. Yes. Um, yeah. So they but do they can recycle. mix and match concepts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can have a stone box. But obviously, it still works well enough that you're still impressed by yes the things you come up. And with. I have been impressed. Yeah. And the fact that you can solve puzzles in almost an infinite amount of ways yep. is also fun. So mm-hmm. what's new in I this new one? I could replay the game. Oh, just uh, there's like 200 plus levels. Oh, of, that's uh, a big that's a nice and step it, up. With every iteration, there's also increased um, dictionary yep. that they use. Cool. Which is kind of fun. What's that going to be available for? Uh, is it still just handheld? Yeah. Yeah, I think. Just I think, I think yes, they have it on iOS too. Yeah, yeah I have it on do. iOS. What is, but it's, what it's, is iOS? Uh, you know, yeah, the Apple, Apple, Apple uh, okay, okay. iPhones iPhone. operating system. Yeah, but it's not as good. I have it an iPad. That's where I played it, and there's only like 15 levels. They can really use more levels. Is it cheap though? Oh yeah, it was like three bucks. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, it seems kind of cool. Yeah, that seems pretty cool. When's that coming out again? Um, no clue. No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sometime this year, I believe. Data? What? Uh, Do you have to type the words, or can you say them? You type, type the words unless it's. Uh, It'd be pretty cool if you could say them. Yeah, unless something new. I wonder if you can do that on the. Um, you can't do it on the current iPhone version, but <clears throat> it would be cool if you could like integrate it. 4S. Like Siri. I don't know, but it, it always seemed to me like speaking to get anything done in the game is just an annoying yeah. thing to me. Especially in the DS, it was so bad. Yeah. It was announced this year at uh, E3, but apparently, actually, no, it's going to be for the Wii U. Oh, Wii U. This version, which is going to be the first console version of this. Yep. So it might be cool. Are you going to get the Wii U, Frankie? Uh, yeah. Nah, pr- I'm probably not right away, but I... um. It's I, it comes down a little. I think it's kind of neat to... Uh, I, I like that... We didn't talk much about it last time. I like that gamepad idea. Of, like, you can basically take the game that you're already playing and there's your mobile version of it. I think it's really smart. Yeah, yeah but does it operate alone? I don't know. I don't think so. You know, it's like you can play, like, the, the new Mario game. You can game. walk away with it. Yeah. Oh, you go on a trip. So yeah. the whole concept is that you have the game controller mm-hmm. is also basically a DS. Interesting. And so you're looking at the TV and you're playing it, mm-hmm. and then you can take that same Mario game and go to the car and play it. There's got to be some serious limitations with that. Oh, oh absolutely. I, 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 Most yeah. You can't play, like... Call of Duty off well, that or the, something. The biggest, yeah, I, I bet it's per title yeah. what's available right. for the... And the biggest flack that I think the Wii got compared to the other systems is that it's actual like power uh, and what it, what it could do for gaming, gra- you know, graphics yeah. and crap it like that. It wasn't much more powerful than a um, than a GameCube, the original Wii. Right, and now the, now the Wii U is only going to be slightly more powerful than the 360 and PS3. Yes, only slightly more powerful than Which both. is the last generation and now when the new and then generation... A, yeah, a year later. Out, it's going to be blown, blown out of the water. <laughs> Nintendo's on a different clock. <laughs> <laughs> they really are. It's so strange. Five years we're going to have another a PS3 or Xbox replacement soon, though? Uh, yeah. I'd well, say within a within a year, yeah. year and a half. Xbox. Well, they had speculated that the PS3 and the 360 were going to have longer generation because it used to be like what every five years, yeah. uh, that a new generation would come out. They we're getting up there. This one though. might skip. Or I gonna, would say the Christmas after next. Okay. Or are you going to see different strategies? Because it used to, when I was a kid, it was like every major gaming company would release their console on the same Christmas, mm-hmm. and they'd all go head to head. And are you going to see more of like, you know, Nintendo obviously turns around systems faster because they're cheaper and they're quicker and they're more consumable. And maybe, let's just say for sake of argument, maybe PS3 is like, we're going to sell you a $700 unit and it's going to last you for 10 years because we're going to just keep upgrading through online content and, and patches. Be, I think because... It's supposed of, to be the, uh, the system behind the PS3, but it didn't really work out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, th- this last generation, minus the uh, Nintendo console, really failed for console sales. Yeah. Because they were 
bogged down by problems. Yep. Uh, the PS3 was notoriously unreliable as far as just breaking all together. Yeah. The stupid. It's also Discs very difficult working. to write native games for. Uh, so obviously that demeans their wholesale strategy. Yeah. Right. It, it, along with the cost point, I mean, the price point on it was so ridiculous for a, a system that wasn't stable. Well, it, if it was stable, would it have not? Would it have been ridiculous? If, if if you if they really kept their promise, they're like we're selling you an expensive ass system so that you we can give you the best games for the I longest would, I period would say of time. It, it would have to because Mike and I eventually bought one, and then we also bought yeah. a replacement one after that one broke. Uh, the <laughs> thing is, though, I mean, been pretty good. You know, you talk about that point of we're really going to support this console mm. and make great games for it. That doesn't really happen anymore because every game, every major game now is too expensive to release for just one console. Right. So you get this effect of of right. like every game is basically designed right now for the Xbox 360, ported to PS3 with a pretty advanced but otherwise pretty pretty baseline toolkit. Is that because the Xbox has the best graphics? No, it's because it's the easiest to write programs for. Uh. Well, it kind of is like parallel to Windows operating system, yeah. right? I mean, it's it's, it's almost exactly, people. and then you can the easily port. Yeah. yeah, you can easily port from 360 to Windows. So I, Microsoft I kind so. of kind of did that, you know, very nicely in which they set up that, and then PS3 turned out to, to really have a lousy API to write games with. It was very complicated to use the core pro- the cell processors, and nobody really did because who wants to create a game just for one platform now? You're you're eliminating potentially half your user base, you know? <laughs> right? Um, and then obviously the Xbox had a huge issue this last con- uh, go around with uh, the Red Ring of Death. They lost. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many millions of dollars they lost on that because they. Um, hey. Uh, apparently the system would overheat slightly, and then the um, yes. CPU, the glue on the CPU would would. Yeah, the heat solder up on the CPU would just it would lift off the board. <laughs> and they had to fess up to it and be like, "Send us back your systems." I mean, I'm yeah. curious. So shitty. I, 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 yeah. I, I want to say it, it's way up there. Maybe like hundreds of millions of dollars they cost. Oh yeah. Cost them. Yeah. Uh, and they were to, selling to, to honor that. Yeah. And that all came out of like their profit. For they were oh, they were in the negative on. for like three or four years, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, they were, and people were asking like, "Is this really the right thing to support? Should Microsoft like keep this up?" But I mean, all the, and those systems were all at that time loss leaders, so they'd sell at a fifty dollar loss, except for Nintendo's. <laughs> right, right. That's why Nintendo is probably the most in the black. No, but what do you think? PS3 went terribly wrong, though. I mean, how could theirs be six hundred, seven hundred dollars and still losing fifty dollars a system? I think they went wrong with. I don't need a Blu-ray player. Don't make me spend that was, the extra money that was on a ulterior. Blu-ray player. That was clearly like Sony industry. The Sony companies. They have some investment behind in, yeah, in, Blu-ray. in selling Blu-rays. Get it in Th- many homes, especially at that time when it yeah. was released. Think of it this way: you have Nintendo, who has its market and it sealed its market in a really strategic, smart way. You've got Xbox, which has the Microsoft Corporation behind it. And which can, is why they were able to lose so much money on the Red Ring of right, Death and yeah. such. Without their prior success on operating systems like Windows and stuff, right. they would have mm-hmm. never been able to support. I, they would have bankrupted that company. If, this, if yeah. that was Nintendo and they had to turn around and repair every single system, uh, they'd be fucked. They'd yeah. be off. Yeah. Yeah. You've got this major partnership with Windows. It's all That's all good. And then what does Sony these days have going for it? Sony Bl- is a, a massive company. And it it, it, it is. But Blu-ray was one of its most massive victories. Yes, in many many years after <sighs> HD almost got it. Two failed yeah. formats. They Be- beta got and uh, a mini disc. And mini disc. Well, one right. of the big selling points of the PS3 like- is they have a lot of exclusive games, which the other consoles usually don't. Yep. So you can't. There's a bunch of games that are really good, like their best games. Is that in their still system. is still still the case though? Yeah, there's on, a on like good Unch- series of those. Uncharted. Yep. For example, every console has um, its own like IP. That yeah. They, Dark. They don't release to everyone else. Demon Souls was one that never came out for anything else. There's I wrote a, bunch a big. Of I wrote a big. Uh, so I went to media school, as we all know, and they're uh, right now. Um, I went to Emerson College, and they're they're big push right now because they have all film students. They're like, oh, we need interactive media students. 
Huh. Well, like, games are way more lucrative than movies are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in the long run. And, and well, and also Emerson really <clears> wants <throat> to establish itself as like we're not NYU, we're not UCLA, we're not just the film school, we're the media communications school. Yeah. And they're like, we need a foot in the door for bachelor's degrees that do gaming. And so that means like basically turning gaming not into a you know ITT tech here's how to make a game, but a field of study. Like, what is it about interactive narrative that makes it different than linear? And so I took a class on on uh, you know multimedia, and I had to write a big paper on it. I ended up choosing um uh, uh fuck I can't even remember the name of the title. Is it right. Alan Wake? No. Heavy Rain. Yeah. Heavy, yeah. heavy, heavy Rain. rain. I uh, this and you know I never even played the game, but I but I I, I <laughs> it's really good. Super <laughs> shitty of me, but I. I watched lots of YouTube videos. I did a lot of reading on it. And it's really a huge step forward in terms of like making the, uh, giving the gamer, giving the user true agency because it's kind of a myth giving, because every, when everything's pre-programmed, you don't actually have agency. You're not no. controlling anything. You're just going through There's it. There's just opportunities you've been given. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, these like new 10 or 15 hour uh, cinematic and narrative games are really mm. kind of fun. I mean, uh, that's the uh, God of War. I'm what's more willing genre to that's actually been game. really great. I mean, I haven't played much in that genre. You know, as I look at look at games currently that I've been playing in terms of the quality of their stories and the way they tell narrative, it's kind of just it's boilerplate. You know, it's standard. Where where is that? What games are having that kind of innovation? Well, like God of War. Have you ever played those? No, never played that. No, one. those are so cool. Like you're. Just the Batman's like that we're talking about. Rampaging, yeah, yeah. killing um, everything. Yeah. Those short games that, mm. that focus more on like the narrative other yeah. than the gameplay. But a lot of a lot of game scholars, um, I can't remember what the it's actually a field of study, uh of uh, uh, l- 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 ludology. Ludology. It's the it's 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 the study of gaming and interactive mm-hmm. media. Um, a lot of them believe that games that are basically like uh, level cutscene level cutscene even if it's a great story even if it's a really expansive cinematic good story that's a step backwards because you're you're still on a linear track a linear path huh. where it's all kind of pre-programmed for you as opposed to like yeah, but so is a movie isn't it what's that linear no 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 but that's exactly what they're trying to distance themselves from is we're going we're not movies we're we're an opportunity for a new kind of story that you've never seen before but the allure of games is that they're so variable that there are ones that are like movies yes. there are ones that are sandbox games there are, there are MMOs that are just totally content driven but it's kind and, of and, and, what, what they're saying is it's kind of like when you if you go back to like the because tw- that almost starts defining like this isn't a game because it follows this format now uh, it needs I, to follow this I, format I, I'll agree that like there's, there's a snobbiness here that, and you can get like really snobby about it but it's kind of like if you go back to um, the twenties or, or or the eighteen you know the the late eighteen hundreds and you look at early photography or early film, and you see basically just like one camera set up wide and people just walking around talking to one another and you're going like hey you're not using this new medium you're not using this new technology to tell a different kind of story than we've ever been told before you're basically just showing us a play, and so it, that that's kind of what you're seeing with games versus films is like we've seen movies where you've told us a story linear now here's an opportunity to tell a new kind of story that's never been told before and, and games kind of offer that, hmm. um, so it's kind of it's it's trying to push the envelope of what's possible. There's a lot of games like Mass Effect where you your character from the first game gets imported to the second game, which gets imported to the third game. That's really awesome. And it goes like in all different directions. Yeah. Like you can I can go back to game yeah. one and play like a totally different storyline. That's a relatively new idea in gaming too. Yeah. That, that Dragon also, Age it, does yeah. that. Dragon Age did it to a kind of successful extent. It yeah. benefits you to buy their other like games that you haven't played. Well, <laughs> so Uncharted's you know, pretty up. linear. Really? Yeah. But it's like a good movie, almost. Yeah, it's, it's like a, it's like very a movie. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. just the, the shots, the the camera angle. It's awesome. The, the, yeah. a, a lot of CG put into uh, mm. put into it. Oh, not CG, but you know, cutscenes that yeah. you're not actually controlling the character anymore. You're kind of watching. No, the game some of them unfold. you do. Yeah, 
some sequences. Yeah. But, you know, some people, they try to argue that, that movies are a, is a passive, you know, watching a film is a passive medium because you sit there doing nothing while the movie shows itself to you. And even, you know, film scholars will argue against that and be like, no, the the, the, use, the audience member, what's going on yeah, and... you're cognitively mapping the plot. You're yep. going, I wonder what happens if this happens. You're doing stuff. Like Inception's well, ending, you never really about? know. Yeah, right. It's different Battle to everybody. Star, we start talking about things that, what happens if this happened? Yes. Or, I mean, we start yes. talking about characters as if this is actually happening when it's not on screen. Right, right, right. Even though <laughs> there, there's only a finite amount of things here. Yeah, right. Yeah. Making I mean, that illusion, though, that you have infinite possibility within a s- actual what is a very set list of possibilities right. is a skill that not too many games have mastered yet. Yeah. It's still new. But that's what they're really pushing, the, yep. the ludologists. Ludology. A ludist. <laughs> a lot of these guys, colony. by the way, don't play video games. <laughs> they're, they're, I'd they're, imagine. What, you know, what it is is it's trying, like... The, the field of media has been like there's so many vocab words and grants that have been given to people by now that like there's there's no uncharted territory to pardon the pun that <laughs> now that like games have come out especially like good games everybody's even people who don't play games or understand games are trying to get in on it write about it and get and, and get <laughs> yeah. new, new grants because it's like it's like unharvested fields basically yeah. i'm going to talk about a couple of the games that are upcoming but i just it happened to catch Ooh, my WWE. eye wwe <laughs> i wonder if those games were as fun as they were when we were like <laughs> when we were in high school i had school. a freaking blast <laughs> oh, those God. used to be fun I body slams those. yeah just when you pick up the chairs running the around the ring from like <laughs> something weirdly satisfying about like the sound effects from too, rope like... to rope yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i need to get out of this ring quick so i can get a metal chair and beat you up <laughs> you could also do this <laughs> you could design your wrestler so you can make him look like uh yeah is that like the rock uh, yeah <laughs> I, I feel like they'd be more fun nowadays than they were in the past because they, they look, as long as they, they, they look really nice. Start taking themselves too seriously. I want to play Hulk Hogan, like like <laughs> classic Hulk Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love Macho Man Randy Savage. Dead. Snap into a slim gym. <laughs> we should do the rage quit segment now. <laughs> All right, so yeah, we, we figured every week we'll bring up at least one instance of somebody rage quitting wildly. Uh, cause Last always, week we talked about happens. John. Yep. Bra- uh, breaking keyboards. <laughs> First week we, talk, rage we talked about someone rage quitting. About, I've, about I've rage quitted myself. Well, haven't we all? <laughs> yeah, Frankie rage quitting in 1997. I uh, know. We'll, we'll, we'll save that for another okay, day, okay. I guess. Uh, so my uncle, who listens to this and the other podcasts, we would like to play with him like a normal person, but it just can't happen because he's not a normal person. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we started playing World of Warcraft with him and Call of, uh, Duty. Call of Duty. And to his, uh, you know, to our surprise, he's actually really good at Call of Duty. Really, really good. Terrible at World of Warcraft. Doesn't understand how to really play the game. Even after a year of playing nonstop, doesn't understand what's going on. I don't know how. <laughs> doesn't doesn't he'd, he'd, uh, he'd join groups and just halfway through, he'd get kicked out and he wouldn't know why. <laughs> I was like, I just got kicked out. And I was like, why? He's like, I don't know. He just kicked me out. Again, he's listening, but how many questions can you ask one after the next after the next? We used to have like this online program, uh, TeamSpeak, that we use and we talk to each other. And just every two seconds, there'd be another question. Like, where'd you get this? How do you get that? When do you get this? Where do you get this? Uh, where do I go now? It'd just be like, oh my god. Oh, he's like a big time gamer. How can you he so, how can he so ruined the fun of grouping with our friends? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we used to goof and joke on him. Uh, he doesn't take a joke very well at all. No. Uh, not at all. So, so we were once playing uh, Call of Duty, which is the first person shooter like really involved. Which I love and Everybody's online. Totally high and drunk. Yeah, uh, Aaron screams at the little kids playing that viciously. Eight-year-old kids just saying, I'm going to fist him all this pee hole. It's I'm so funny. Uh, <laughs> screaming as loud as I can to them. So we're playing co- COD they, they with... They come back uh, at you, though, don't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but they start to break down. They're uh, just like... <laughs> they start getting extremely like, vulgar. You. Then they're just like, what is he saying? I don't know what that means. <laughs> like, Who's that goes. old bat? <laughs> <laughs> A lot of times when you're waiting in the lobby before we start, I'd be Barbara. 
Yeah. I'm going to punch you in the fada. Uh, <laughs> Square in the fada. And then usually the loading screen where you can't see who's talking yeah, is where you're going to get craziest. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, we were playing Call, uh, Call of Duty with Aaron's uncle. And uh, we played a lot, a lot of Call of Duty for like first few weeks when it comes out. He's obsessed with a show called Sm- Smallville. Smallville. So his character's name is Smallville. And, uh, with ones, which is ridiculous. the one taken with L's is taken up. Are we so. talking about the Superman show? Yeah, the yeah. Superman show. Yeah. He's obsessed. Really dumpy obsessed. WB turns yeah. CW Completely show. obsessed. They're doing a Wonder Woman show just like that now. With Tom Welling as Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyways, so we're playing Call of Duty with him. And somebody mistakes his name because some little kid, he's like, hey, Smallvine. It's like, he's like, Smallvine, you're over there. Like, run away, run away. And then he's like, he's like ah, it's Smallville. And then so Smallvine really stuck with me. So I called him that for weeks straight. I was like, Smallvine, Smallvine. Uncle Smallvine. And then one day, <laughs> and then, and then one day we're, we're just playing, killing each, like killing people. And I go, uh, I said, I said, fucking Smallvine, what are you doing? And then it just, Last you just straw. His, his, yeah, you see his like mic pop up. He goes, I'm not playing with you no more. Fuck you, it's Smallville. And then he quits. And he's We've been joking around, but he's totally... He meant it? Yeah. 100% serious. I know I'd be offended. Smallville. So mad. Uh, and then we also were playing World of Warcraft for the one day. What about the Ambassador? Amb- oh, one? yeah. There was another Call of Duty instance where... Okay. We... I, he, Instead of saying embassy, he was saying ambassador for some reason. Like, <laughs> he goes, Steve, I appreciate your loyal listening. Sean, not realizing it was Steve. Because, who it's was, an enemy of the ambassador. That's pretty, that's that's pretty illiterate. <laughs> ambassador. Steve getting offended. I ain't playing with you no more. We, 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 we tried to ignore it for a little while. Sean, not realizing it was Steve doing it, started just saying, meet me at the ambassador. Ambassador. <laughs> ambassador. <laughs> he started saying ambassador, like really gay and uh, like five <laughs> and then suddenly you just see Smallville. Uh, he goes, I'm getting the fuck out of here. And he just leaves and rage quits again. Uh, it almost got to the point where... What does like, he do right after that? Like go sit on the couch with his arms folded? He'll play a different game. Who knows? Uh, another not game. talk to us anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> go somewhere where people appreciate Smallville. <laughs> it, it got to the point where it almost happened like once every couple days he'd flip out on us over something. Yep. Uh, he, did it with, he did it at World of Warcraft at one point and he went to the extent of removing us all from his friends list uh, so we can not see that he was online anymore. That's serious talk to us anymore i mean i'm his nephew and <laughs> at this time we lived nine floors up from him i think you were giving uh, <laughs> my love for you is extremely conditional <laughs> you're giving him advice on how to play his character right oh right i was trying to be helpful i was actually trying to to help uh come on steve <laughs> i don't see what the big deal was and he went nuts on me nuts, nuts. <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure steve has a side of the story <laughs> Ambassador. I, I can't see it <laughs> uh Ambassador small vine. Hilarious, though. <clears throat> Thought it'd be fun to maybe go through IGN's top... Well, this is their top 100 list. Uh, I think it might be their top 100 list from uh, 2005. Did you used to get IGN's uh, magazine when you were a kid? I didn't know they had a magazine. IGN? I think they did, right? Isn't that a big magazine? There's Game Informer. Game Informer. That's, that's, a, like, that's run by Game... There like was GameStop. a bunch of them way yeah, back. GameStop I used to love it. There was like three or four games. Didn't you, game you used magazines. to like read game magazines in school, just like fantasizing about what could be? Uh, well, I remember like Nintendo Power. I used to read oh, my yeah. work. Nintendo Power and like like the cheat code books. It's weird how like to, to this day, <laughs> yes, like, those cheat code books. Like you guys make fun of me for not really playing games anymore, but there's still something deep inside of me that's like when I 
if I'm at work or school or something like that, like thinking about video games feels like the opposite of what I'm doing. <laughs> it, fe- it feels like like something I want to be off doing right now yeah. ins- instead of the current thing. Those mental pathways. I remember, I mean, just being a kid, it, I, I said it on Huawei, but it was like Mario was this great liberator. Like we, we couldn't even play <laughs> Mario teachers typing without people going nuts in the classroom. And they were like, we're turning this off. <laughs> this is him teaching some typing. Oh yeah, I guess IGN. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says IGN64.com magazine. Yeah, it came, magazine. Out, it came around around that time. Interesting. Huh. Just as I guess the internet. I used to always. My mom would always buy me. It must one. have failed pretty quick. <laughs> it looks terrible. Look at the, how shitty it looks. <laughs> we go to like if I got like sick or something, we'd go to the apothecary or the you know the pharmacy. Apothecary. Yeah, there's a place. It's in Westport. It's <laughs> called really? the, Yeah, it's might as well call it the Victrola. <laughs> apothecary. <laughs> it, but it, Get some it, tonics. It. Uh... <laughs> the, the top actually reads the world's most popular unofficial N64 website. Yeah, isn't that funny? <laughs> they were probably just uh, specifically. They started N64. out with it. Yeah. That's probably why I knew about them because I was such an N64 guy. Yep. But yeah, we'd pick up like my whatever I was prescribed for that particular illness, and I'd always see like a game magazine, a Game Informer, or an IGN, or a Nintendo like, Power. Game magazine. Yeah, some just some kind of game. Mom, I have a game magazine. <laughs> Don't let your father know. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm supportive. <laughs> but yeah, that, that, that was. I, I'll always associate being sick with having a game magazine to go through and be like, I'd like to buy at least one of or 20 of these games. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. Anyway, go through them. There was this funny screw-up a while ago where uh, they re-released Okami, which was this really cool like Japanese game, mm. and the release on the Wii, they they took the IGN like picture, and they put that on the front case of the game. So you can see the IGN watermark in the bottom right corner. <laughs> I think the company was That's pissed. That's funny. And then they deleted the original creators of the game. They removed their credits. Whoa. They were not at the end of the That's game. Nice. So I, did, I typed in like IGN top... Uh, 10 last night, gave me top 100 last night. Just at the very top, the banner says introducing the old new 2006 Eclipse. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. They do those constantly. So, <laughs> the last six years don't have a chance. <laughs> this is, I think this is from 2005. Uh, the, the, the top, we'll do the top 10. Uh, I bet I played all these. I really? bet you haven't, but Let's we'll see. see. What do you think the number one game of all time is? Super Mario uh, Brothers on 1. That list? You already saw this. <laughs> you saw the screen. Super, Super Mario, Mario 1. Bitch. It's not fair, though. Not Look, three? If to put Super Mario 1 at the top of that list is like, that's the Time Magazine answer. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> that's like, like Abraham Lincoln was the one best of, president. One of the most revolutionary yeah. games of its time. George Super Washington. Super Mario 1, yeah. blah, be, blah, blah. The answer would be Pong, then, if you're going to do like that shit. Yeah. Uh, not, I guess. And it was yeah. like world changing for me. Video games. Yeah, well, I mean, I, what, when we say best, what are we referring to? Most influential? I, I don't know. Because this did forever change games, this this Mario Well, game, this so. is their reasoning. Is it, um, it says uh, it's IGN's favorite because it helped revitalize the video game industry. It, it's true. Again, it, 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 it was in shambles. In 1985, it was released. So yep. around Mi- this time. Mi- Miyamoto were. changed the whole spe- specter, from what I understand. Remember how expensive games were? It was like around 70 bucks time. for a Sega yeah. Genesis game. I remember yeah. buying it represents Warcraft everything that 2 makes for you love bucks. Nintendo's developed games, uh, which is kind of true. I mean, it, it's it's yeah. it's still what like the Mario's <clears throat> today are based off of that that kind of just goofy hitting yeah. Goombas. And, uh, All right, so what else do we have? <laughs> What's next? I don't Where? agree with that. Second one is if it's not a Mario game, what would it be? Zelda. Yeah, and which Zelda in your mind would be the best? Um, I would don't say link- a stupid thing. I would go my- Link to the Past. <laughs> I'd be that you. you went and did it. A stupid thing. That's what Keith would say. I would say Ocarina. I would say Ocarina. Of course it is. No. Oh, that game was not good. Okay. Don't what? you give me. Oh, you didn't play uh, it. You didn't play it. I did play it. It's just that N64 wasn't that fun a system you, to play on. You oh, it was amazing. Yeah. It was, that the, it was probably one of the best systems. I'm sorry. I was old. perfect for that game. I am old. Come on now. <laughs> that controller was perfect for that game. I when I tried playing it on the GameCube uh, afterwards when they did a, a not four, so good. 
I had a really hard time getting into it. Just didn't somebody? Didn't I hear on your podcast somebody ended up redoing that entire game from scratch, like graphics wise? Yeah, I'd uh, love to play that. You ever see the T lock thing? No. <laughs> That's oh, really so goofy, funny. The cartoon. I feel like you have seen it, but oh, you're talking about the CDI shit? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they, they did um, Ocarina of Time 3D that just came out for the 3DS recently. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, when it came out, when Wind Waker came out, they released something called Master Quest yeah. uh, Ocarina of Time. Yes, Quest, I remember. Where all the dungeons were supposedly harder and redesigned, so you didn't you, like you you, awesome. you, couldn't, you couldn't just pick it up and know exactly where to go, which is kind of a good idea. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm. It was you, you got the Master Quest if you pre-ordered Wind Waker. Right. Yes, I do. I yes. do. I, I think. Which I, had I, it I was part of Alan's pursuit of that game because I was interested in him finishing my movie. <laughs> <laughs> Did you buy it for him? No, oh. no, that was a little too pricey. I bought two GameCube, uh, Game Boy games for him. That was cheap enough, usually. Yeah, <laughs> a Blues Brothers game, I believe. Third oh, best game of all miserable. time. It was bad. Um, I think Frankie really loves this game, Tetris. Oh yeah, that is a great yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have a hard time getting into. Dun, 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 oh, I love dun, puzzle dun, games. Dun, it's a good, it's a good puzzle it's game. It's been a long time since written. I've had a had a puzzle That's what Nina game would that say. I, I like, but that music starts getting awesome. faster and faster. No, I, like, I don't play it music or sound. Oh really? Yeah, it's fun. It's this very quiet, focused moment. No, actually, I don't. I barely think about it while I'm playing it. But I can. I'm a Tetris. Fucking master. I'm, I'm sure there were good games after that, but like there's there's other games in that area like Tetris Attack, which is I, I, a game that I love. Doctor Mario. I ended up falling yeah, I was a Doctor Mario. Yeah. Doctor Mario. They came out yep. one one for the Wii a few years ago that Mike and I it's played. It was kind of fun. Uh, they they added a multiplayer component in where like yeah. you fight against each other. There was a, um, a game for NES called Yoshi, which was actually it's just a Burger Time ripoff. It's the same basic idea. <laughs> I did feel like the other day that uh, <laughs> the sequel to Super Mario Brothers for the SNES was Yoshi's Island. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I didn't realize that. Was it supposed to be a direct sequel? Yeah, it's weird. Really strange. It's, a, it's, it's a, weird, but it, it, it's a really good game. Actually, I ended up playing. I never that even is an shot. excellent game. I never did either. But I, I, about a year and a half ago, I tried it, and I was like, "This is basically a good little Mario." The game. stuff that they did with the Super FX chip, which was a crazy. I mean, they replaced the CPU on the cartridge. One That's thing we should that, not really technology did. One thing we should really mention is John has a massive SNES collection. Yes. But Sick. John may be. I mean. You, you could probably contend with the biggest SNES collections of anybody yeah. in the world. Well, that complete one. Remember the complete yeah. video game? He was going to make an SNES room in his new house when he was yeah. going to buy a house. <laughs> I've got... I've got no, seriously, I'm not even joking. I've you got should, 80% of US You should sites. have a custom And the 20% I don't have, have are you shit. You have to put an SNES <laughs> cartridge into the door in order no, to... No, you, you have to play an ocarina. <laughs> I own an ocarina, but really? it's okay. Yeah. Somebody just sold a complete video game collection with every video game, like, pre-N64. Holy fuck. And it was like a million bucks. Can I make a recommendation for a segment? Because you oh, could you what? could milk the shit out of this each week. Yeah. Each week, John pulls out something from the collection. SNES. <laughs> we be, talk about it. Be it an appliance, a game, uh, hey, a, a, a port from, actually J- a good idea, from yeah. Japan. Yeah. I've got a I've got a closet things you've never even knew existed. Weird <laughs> shit. Or or even like he has like I think five or six different SNESs, all yes. slightly <laughs> different. Do you have from, a working SNES? I have more than thirty working <laughs> SNES. Holy shit! Holy shit! I didn't even Wait, know that. We should uh play the game before we start the podcast <laughs> for like 15-20 minutes and yep. then talk about the it. It's a great idea. The only yeah. SNES game I've ever played was Chrono Trigger. That's the That's only a good one? Oh my god. My game. I've never played so it myself but everybody games. told me it was good. But he's got like how many super scopes do you have? I've got four super scopes. What the hell is yeah. a super scope? It's a gigantic bazooka that was modeled after, you know the NES little duck yep, yep. It was a bazooka mounted <laughs> version of that that was more accurate. How convenient. <laughs> a bazooka. Uh, the anaconda. <laughs> and it had like multiple triggers and it had a sight like so you actually look on it. Oh, get a picture crazy. And then I got the 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 rare is one of the rarest things in my collection. I have a modified M16A. It's a disabled M16A. It was modified for 
the government and they would use it to train um, people, train Marines. To hunt dogs. Yes. And I have the cartridge and uh, there's like... And feed them the dogs. 25, 30 of them in existence and I have one of those. Somebody that I work with is taking the power glove from the NES and they're going to make it so they can do their presentations at like meetings for this. Is his name Josh Sadik? <laughs> no. So they like reprogrammed it and like added new stuff. Cool. In. So that's pretty like, awesome next actually. Next slide. Yeah. Although it's pretty dorky too. Really if dorky. you happen to know Nerd. it's a power glove... <laughs> Get off the stage! It's all... <laughs> It's all, all never worked. It's all scientists. They're gonna know what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nerdy people. But I mean, you have a rare opportunity here with John as an SNES collector to like. He has so much shit. It's it's insane. Oh, yeah. I'm, buckets I'm of games. Buckets. <laughs> Did you ever collect the, the the boxes for the games? I have I have a good number of boxes. Yeah. You had said they had a modified chip on one of the cartridges. Oh yeah. So what, what was, is, was that the same deal with uh, Sonic and Knuckles? Do you remember that shit ass thing? That, that was had, a little uh, different. Loved it. You had. But, to, it's, oh, so, I loved it too when I was a kid because it's I, dumb. That was what it was it was just the, basically like this yeah. fake connector. And they have sex. Near the end of the crunches. SNES, they were like they were getting really desperate to try to squeeze awesome things out of games. So they just started putting new processors in the cartridges. That's why the games cost seventy dollars. And sixty four did the same thing. It would use that, but and meanwhile, Sega never did that. Sega just made it so like that that <laughs> connector on top, you just plugged in and it just like modified, just passed that through. And it actually didn't do anything with the cartridge you plugged it into. It well, was just like, oh, is this this cartridge? Then give you this data. Here, here's what really happened. With the, this is the story behind Sonic and Knuckles and Sonic and all that. Was that so, like if you take Sonic 3 and you plug that shit into Sonic and Knuckles, you have the actual game that was supposed to have gotten made. <laughs> That is the that is Sonic okay. that is Sonic Three. Yeah, that involves all three characters and ultimate quest all the way to the end. But they made so many levels. They were like, "This is ridiculous. We could easily break this into two games." And they were like, "If we sell this concept of lock-on technology, where we sell them two games, it was like the early day downloadable huh. content swindling." Yeah, they're, yeah, exactly. They're basically they're exactly, and they were basically like, "We could plug in Sonic Two into it, and then you can play as Knuckles in the game." Yeah, that, yeah, and that's some <laughs> extra little thing you can get. It was genius because I I for one was hooked. Yep. I remember it was one of my favorite. I had it. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember having it. All right. Sega, Sega CD was just as swindly. Number four. Why are we on a 2006 list? <laughs> it's a good list. These are pretty classic. It right? looks like it's, they're, they're going for like, a, like John said, the Time Magazine. Like shit yeah. that wouldn't be impacted by the last six years. <laughs> I'm guessing that they don't do a top 100 games list every year. It's yeah, they probably, do. They do it constantly. Well, this is the on one IGN. that me. Maybe we, uh, tr- maybe we do a, a 20, 2012 after this. <laughs> okay. uh, Sid Meier's Civilizations 2, which uh, I've never played. These games are awesome. Did you play Civilization 2? I did. I thought you were a big a Civilization guy. I was a kid. AOE was my game. I was, uh, was fantastic. I was a kid when that game was out, so I tried playing it. I was like, what is going on? Age of Empires. <laughs> I'd play Age it for Empires. like an hour and I'd be like, I don't know what I'm doing. Age of Empires is a Microsoft game, Not for game, me either. Right? Yeah. yeah, I'm with it's, you. Um, it's dead now. I mean, um, AOE 3 was really strange that Microsoft was able to make a No, they made game. a new AOE game. Really? AOE, it's an MMO. What? Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, right, right. I do. Those games, Age of Empires Online. Those games felt <laughs> to me more like work than games. Yeah. Oh, it's, not, games. it's not really an MMO. It's like all online. And kind you of play. investment in time. Yeah. Especially Age strategy. of Empires. I mean, that was a I mean, even, like, larger Sim, scale. Even like SimCity and shit like that. I was just like, so, like oh my Sim, God. Coming out with the new SimCity. Have about. you seen the previews for that game? It I looks have. amazing. It looks fantastic. It's supposed to be one of those other revolutionary games. Yeah, that's man. I'm really looking forward to that one. So like these Civ games that are just so addictive. Like, it just... Yeah, it's all turn-based, so you go to next turn, and you're like, I'll just do one more turn, I'm going to go to bed. Yeah. You just do that all <laughs> well, fucking like, night. You're just like, remember, I want to know what's happening next. Red Alert, do, it do you remember more, that series more. of games? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Same thing. Conquer. Yep. All right, and Civilization Five just came out, right? Yeah. That was the newest one. That was really good. Um, it had a couple issues like with lags, so, like towards the end of the game, there's just so much going on that you're waiting for like a minute <laughs> between turns. Next one is Super Mario 64, which you don't really need to talk about. Everybody, 
everybody knows it, everybody loves it's pretty, it. Yeah. It's uh, amazing. It's amazing, John. Just don't diss and Mario 64. It was cool. I don't know if I've played a game more than Super Mario 64. Maybe Final Fantasy 7. It, it did the same thing for N64 that Super Mario World did for SNES. There was a time where Frankie yeah. would just play Super Mario 64. Uh, on the DS, I feel like that's all you were ever playing. Like a, for, for like a good 15 years? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I played through it a couple times. Sid Meier, the same guy that made Civilizations, a game he had called oh, Pirates. Yeah, yeah, Pirates pretty Fuck cool. Fuck if I know what that oh, is. you played it? Yeah. I didn't 19, find that game to be very good. 1987. Oh, the original. For the PC. Huh. Yeah, he remade I didn't know it again PCs could play a few years ago. Like 87 is like dots just moving around yeah. pretty dig, much. Dig, dig. There's yeah. a big Aaron game coming up next. Starcraft. Not just a big Aaron game. It's one of the biggest games. That is a big game. Yeah, but you I were you were you were in, in love with that game. This is before Blizzard was really notorious. Did Blizzard make make yep. Starcraft? Blizzard oh, has like three of the biggest games of all time, like <clears throat> World of Warcraft, Starcraft, and um, from people, back in the day. People play the original Diablo. People I love Diablo. Diablo. People play the original Starcraft to this day. Yes. Yeah. All, Koreans. Mean, Koreans yeah. go crazy over that shit. Tons of tournaments. You, sh- and- you should have Kyle on sometime. Not only did he like study games for for you know his degree, but he also he's such a StarCraft guy. Does he play StarCraft? Oh yeah, the second one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. There was a big like one of our staff parties was a big StarCraft party. Mike knows somebody at his work, some German guy, <laughs> yeah. and he's really intense about it. He plays like tournaments. He plays <laughs> like seriously. But so he gets so into it. There's this thing called uh, APM actions per minute. And this is something that measures how many actions you do per minute. And like to be and to be He's competitive very about it. To be be competitive, like in the upper echelons of these games, you have to have like eighty actions. Oh no, like hundreds of action, actions per minute. You need to so be if you see the screen the base in every. If you see the screen, it goes like this. It goes just like moving around the map. That's what you see when someone's like really good at the game. I don't even understand the concept. It looks yeah. miserable. When we're done with the podcast, we'll look at a couple of videos. It's so, it, it, it doesn't look fun. Like I, I tried to get good at it and I was like, if I want to get really good, I have to do this and that's not fun. I don't want to do this. <laughs> we were at a wedding and the guy comes up to me and he's like, right in your face. <laughs> like this crazy German guy is like, hey, do you play Starcraft, man? <laughs> I remember when, uh, it's when, a really soft voice. When Funko Land was really big, um, which actually, ba- that was back when they they were kind of cool because they would sell old games for really cheap, and John would go. I'd go with John, yep. and he would go there and just f- stuff a bag full of he SNES. Destroyed life. <laughs> I buy, so he really I buy ten to twenty SNES games at a time. Were they Coming cheap? With the grocery <laughs> were they really cheap? Right through the window, yeah. the door. <laughs> Fifty cents. Twenty. When the dust clears, you walk through. <laughs> Did you actually play it? <laughs> Silhouette. <laughs> He's got a super scope. <laughs> Two super scopes. <laughs> <laughs> he's got and like 30 SNES. <laughs> he's got bags heading from both ends of the super scope. I used to go there every SNES chain linked armor. Really it was actually really fun because you'd watch somebody buy the shit out of the place, <laughs> and uh, it was really cool. But and they would have like the occasional like golden cartridge, like Zelda or whatever. It was yeah. it's kind of neat. They had these big vats of it. But I remember when I was still kind of buying games and into it, they would. It, I remember I got their flyer, like their monthly flyer. Yep. And they'd be like, you'd see the cheapest games that were for sale. And there were some like games that were like thirty cents or like like, <laughs> yeah. a, like a few bucks. And I'd be like, oh cool. And I'd buy them and play them. And they'd Mario be awful, but... Paint. You remember Mario Paint for yeah. SNES? We were just talking about Mario Paint the other day. Uh, did you have the? Do you actually have the uh, mouse? I do. I have the mouse. And oh. the mouse pad. The mouse pad is actually. I'm trying most to explain to Frankie the uh, fly swatting game. Oh, it's so much fun. It's a, it's just a classic <laughs> game. The obnoxious but, noises. But I have like sixteen copies of Mario Paint <laughs> because <laughs> it's super available. <laughs> It was, it was, it was help 25 cents. And that's a reason to buy 60 no, no, no. <laughs> the, the good reason to buy it is you can actually, if you hoarders. need to fix 
Super Nintendo cartridges, you can the contents of that cartridge are so big uh-huh. that you can fix almost any game with those parts. So because Mario it, Paint is like your blank template for yeah, other games. It has the biggest amount of storage space, so you can use Could that. Could you feasibly make a um, like an RPG Maker uh, game and put it on an N sixty four? I mean, um, a yes, SNES cartridge. It, it would be a lot of work, but yes, you could. There's no like, there's no automatic path. I used to want to make a ten pounds RPG back when we were making the movie. I was like, <laughs> I felt like let's I, get an RPG maker and do it. I felt like we had an opportunity there to do, do something, and we he could make all the MIDI. Like, you know, you can still buy SNES could compatible you do, cart, uh, systems today. Really, you can still make them. Could like you 35. do uh, voice acting in the new uh, um, RPG, RPG maker? maker? Oh yeah, you if you wanted voice, to do full sure. voice acting, yeah, that'd be actually really hilarious. Have you ever seen? There's actually some great that games. That's your special feature. Fantastic. They don't get Fantastic. much press or anything, but people have made some excellent independent games in that engine. Huh. But I was, I was gonna. Oh well, one thing you should tell them because I'm sure you know the answer. Hmm. What is the largest capacity SNES cartridge? I'm sure it's gonna be ah. hilariously small. No, no, it, it's um, it's 48 megabits, which is six megabytes, is right. the largest Holy one. Shit, six megabytes. That fucked up. And that's uh, that's fantasy, <laughs> fantasy ocean. Like some, it was Japanese only. It probably came out like right at the end of the life. Two thousand. Yeah. Fantasy Star. Uh, fantasy two thousand. They were still making games. Two th- well, you just said that? Yeah, 2000 was the last. Isn't uh, the GameCube coming game, out just about then? <laughs> yeah, the, well, the last yeah. game was in 2000, but I think, uh, and that was also another 48 bit game. It was like um, the hell were they still Fire making Emblem. games all the way through? It, the it was Japan days. only. Japan uh, probably had a market. Japan for it. still loved the Super Nintendo well beyond six its. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, six I was gonna say megabytes. about Funko Land. They, they, uh, I remember there was this <clears> tournament for there was some stupid game for PlayStation. I didn't even play PlayStation, but there I, I would read their magazine and they were like, we're gonna have. Have a tournament at all Funko Lands where you can go to your local Funko Land, pay 10 bucks to join the tournament, and you're going to play some f- shitty racing game <laughs> where you drive like, you know, a Cadillac or something like that. And, uh, and I was like, you know, for Racing USA for the 64. It was something like that. It was Ooh. like Cruising USA. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was even shittier because it wasn't even that time yet. <laughs> but I'm, and I, I, I was reading the art, like the magazine. They were like, last year's winner, and it's some like zip faced Japanese kid. And I was like, I could be him. And I started actually. <laughs> I start, slowly started making squinty eyes. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I think I'm turning Japanese. I saw your mother's looking at you in the rearview mirror. <laughs> you okay back there? I need to get you a new. I'm turning Japanese. <laughs> I really think so. Muttering the song to myself. <laughs> But I, I damn it, my kid has autism. <laughs> yeah, de- he, de- he definitely. Has a- That's the first sign. But I remember, like, I was—I must have been like ten, and I actually started to cognitively, like, I was—I was like, okay, so like the 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 playoffs or whatever, the regional playoffs are over in like Arizona, so I got to go there, and I like I got to get my parents to cooperate. I ended up going in. I played the game. I played like such shit. <laughs> Completely lost. And they're like, well, thanks for playing, kid. And I think you want to buy like anything on the way out. Yeah. Anyway, next game, Street Fighter Two. Classic. Okay. Okay, I, I never was a Street Fighter guy. Yeah, they, they've got a weird that's, that one though. What that number one was is that? only for the arcade. Why don't you put Mortal Kombat? What number is that? Uh, that's number eight. Number eight. That that's their way of like we got to put on one fighting game on this thing. Yeah. Let's go with Street Fighter. I mean, like, by this point, Final Fantasy VII is out. All the Final Fantasies up to seven were out. I mean, uh, actually up till uh, yeah, ten, up to 10 were already out, 11, out at this maybe. point. So I mean, you're gonna tell me those wouldn't fill a spot over Street Fighter Two? Right, yeah, so you're right yet. about the Time Magazine crap. Like this is yeah. solely to appease people because Street Fighter Two for the arcade only would not be in my top ten. So no. what's next? The shitty list. Star Wars Tie Fighter uh, Collection. Do you ever play? That was a great game. Yeah, they were great. X Wing versus Tie Fighter. Yes, and stuff? they were excellent. Yeah, the joystick. 
Yeah. <laughs> Although I was always a big Rogue Squadron for N64 guy. Good game. Yeah, and I and I loved uh, I loved uh, Shadows of the Empire as well. Mm-hmm. So did I. I didn't like that, that was my that was my first game for N64, which is really weird because almost everybody is Mario 64. Yeah. But some people... Bought, I went with the Shadows of the Empire route. Well, I believe that uh, you could, when you bought the N64, you could buy it with Shadows of the Empire. You could buy it with either or, right? Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. went with um, Shadows of the Empire. There was a game that I was obsessed with for the N64, uh, Mission Impossible. I loved it. And it, it was like, so stupid. I did every difficulty, <laughs> everything you do in that game. It I, played, was I played so it also. Stupid. I loved it. And the last one was Super Metroid, uh, which is really bizarre, because I thought for Super SNS. Metroid was, yeah... I thought it was notorious. Play all those. I, I didn't think they it was that suck. great in the grand I thought it was, scheme. I thought it was all right. You know something? In comparison to, to the original Metroid, I always thought it was kind of shunned upon. If yeah. Why would that make the top ten? Metroid, maybe, I could say. Right, and I, I've always known that to be, you know, super well. Uh, yeah. You know what they're trying loved. to do? They're, try, they're trying to represent every kind of game. Because the, if they put, like, a Sonic game on there, they'd be like, well, we already put Mario. Like, we, you gotta they put... They didn't a, put in the RPG zone. Not a single RPG oh, in the top That's true, actually. Man. Not even a Final no, Fantasy or anything. How long does it take to go list before you hit an RPG? Yeah, Pirates was on there. Yeah, Sid Meier's, I think he makes SimCity too, doesn't he? Didn't he make those? Oh, the maybe. first one? I'm just going to read off the names until we sure. get there. Uh, Link to the Past, XCOM, uh, oh, Link- Chrono Trigger 13. Okay. 13. Yep. I mean, Chrono Trigger, great and all, but I don't yeah. know if I put it over every single RPG up to that point in time. What comes Chrono to- Trigger was crazy, crazy good. Like I, it, time, it holds up. It till, like I, I played it like a few, like two years ago, it holds up. I noticed it's that good. Super Mario Kart for the SNES. I loved that game. I don't know if you guys remember. It's great. Yeah. It's a great That's racing a great game. game. <laughs> really fun. <laughs> yep. I liked it for N64. Oh, so did I, but SNES I thought was a little really dumpy. nostalgic for me. And, really? And, and the that SNES, SNES one. one was that was that was the, I had trouble with that one. One of the first games to have a, a supplementary processing chip. Didn't have a replacement CPU. Do you remember the um processing. the 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 Sega Genesis um uh, blast processing commercials yes. always cut to the SNES footage of Mario Kart yep. looking all dumpy and slow even though it's, oh, a, yeah. it's just a different kind it's just a different kind of game yes we'll yep. uh, keep going down the list just to do a few notable ones number 22 would be Half-Life 23 Super Mario Brothers 3 which is really strange I'd put Mario 3 at wow. the top wait, of the list wait. I, Mario 3 was revolutionary I think we can all agree on that actually first hack and slash I've seen unless this is a hack and slash uh, Baldur's Gate 2 hack and slash the hook and slash Baldur's Gate was <laughs> Baldur's Gate good series well, well it's a great game is that a hack and slash game no no okay so. it's like uh it's kind of like uh, Dragon Age a little bit, so like an earlier we, version of Dragon this Age. This is where we know it's bullcrap. Uh, Final Fantasy 2. 26, Final Fantasy 2 is the one two. they gave. I don't, th- look, I don't mean, mean US 2, 4. US 2, 4 in Japan. Okay. Yeah. I've never played a Final Fantasy a game, game in my life, but I feel like just no, what I know about it culturally, you got to put that in the top. Final yeah. Fantasy, so one of them. Uh, yeah. Final Fantasy seven? 3 slash 6 Seven would be way the hell up there. people like Seven a seven. whole lot. Seven is probably the best. Seven was another re- revolutionary game. I remember when I was like, three days. I hate Seven because you played the SNES one first. And no, stuff. no, no, no. I That's like John's I MO. Seven. Seven was just asking. I hate Eight. <laughs> yeah, I everybody eight. hated Eight. I loved Eight. SimCity so, 2000 made 31. That was great. All right, we should talk about uh, some it, modern games. It was right. okay. Before anyway, too much so retro. Were we going to go to the, the top ten worst now? See if we know any of them? I, okay, I don't think you're going to know worst. any of them. Uh, but let's give it a whirl. We'll go All from right. ten to one. Uh, this time, which we should have, we should have done. I, saw, I just saw in there one of the uh, pornographic games for the Atari. Yeah, Custer's Last Stand or something. Oh shit. God, I played that. Yeah, Custer's Revenge. Yeah, it's that? not much of a game. I don't know what about well. that one where when you're in the house and people are dying? Remember that shitty one? Night Trap. Uh, yeah, Night Trap. Oh, Sega for Sega CD. CD. Yeah. Sega CD is just. Like, I had I had the Sega CD. Sega CD is a pile of of real crap. Just like a wasteland. Couple, I had that yeah. game and I never knew what was going on. It was just a bunch of men about to rape women, uh, <laughs> and you try to kill them with things in the house somehow. My poor dad. My poor dad thought he was doing the coolest thing for me when he bought me a Sega CD for Christmas. <laughs> he was like, "Fuck that Genesis. I'm I'm giving you a Sega CD, boy." 
It was torture. With this, you I just doubled CD, the size of your cock. You CD-ROMs. Yeah, 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 it was a big thing. It was like you're gonna actually Circular play circular discs. I remember the first game I played for PC that was on like a CD-ROM that wasn't like Mass Math Blaster or some yeah. shit or like Oregon Trail. The first one I ever played was um the Human Body, and you could barely mm-hmm. even consider it a game. <laughs> I remember like, you blasted was missed. You blasted cancer cells. I played the first missed, one right. I played was Zork. This is like stupid. Oh wow! Zork yeah. didn't. The first Zorks didn't come on. CD no, it was though. a. It was like the last okay. Zork. Well, I remember like the. No, uh, it was the first DVD game actually. Remember okay. Day, Day of the Tentacle and stuff like that. Yeah, but those, those, were fun. but those were on on discs. Yep. Human Grim body. Human All right. Body. So that was where it was at. What's number ten? All right, we're gonna go down the list. See if anybody recognizes any of these, but I don't think it's okay. gonna happen. Club Drive was a game for Jaguar. Nope. I've never never seen played the Jaguar. Jaguar system. Next. See, I, I remember seeing it in Funko Lands like near the end of its life. Who made it? Atari. That's right, Atari. That was like Atari's dying breath. Didn't one of like the early Atari systems have like claim that it had like 64-bit? That was Jaguar. Jaguar. Was it? I remember seeing the commercials and they were like it's 64-bit. Only one portion of it was 64-bit. On four bits. They also had, it's Uh, it's true, but it was the first console besides SNES and it was fake that released like a Doom port for a console. (laughs) Yeah. Remember that? They were like, their launch title was Doom, I think. Yeah, but they um they also had a CD expansion on, Bits the, on, is, really? on the Jaguar. Bits yeah. was more like like megapixel kind of you know posturing. It doesn't really mean anything in terms of the the system or the generation or anything. Oh really? Because Atari thought that, that was like the platform of most yeah. Well, systems Nintendo was eight bit and like you but know name and sixty four. I mean it's it's called sixty four. Yeah, sixty four. I think they're talking about basically like pixel resolution it, as opposed to like processing. They're talking about like address buses and the size of the address bus and how much data can move around at once. It's, it's like a, technical stupid just crap. A marketing. Yeah. It's just marketing. Number nine, a game called Irritating Stick. <laughs> this While is a professionally terrible honest list. that the game actually tells you that it's irritating before you buy it. <laughs> what was it for? As its name, it's terrible. It's so bad, in fact, that we bought a copy about five years ago and I haven't opened it because we don't want to. That was the review that it got. <laughs> F this. Uh, <laughs> terrible stick. Irritating what, stick. What could possibly irritating go on stick. it? Oh, irritating stick. I, don't know. I like terrible stick. It's a terrible <laughs> game. What system? Does it sound, tell the system. The next one is called Super Columbine Massacre okay, RPG. S- slow, oh. down, ah. slow down, slow down. I heard you talk about this in the last podcast and I was dying to jump in about yeah. it. This was made by an Emerson student. Was and it he really? Made, and he made it... By uh, only, Danny Ladone. Yeah, I know Danny. He he made it only a couple of years before uh, I came to Emerson. Yep. This is not this is not just some exploitative game of like we're no it's it it's, a, it's supposed to be like it's it's supposed to be a satire comment on the media and about how we like package tragedy and all that kind of stuff and it, it there, there's actually a whole documentary on that game really? that, that he made mm-hmm. to show people what he meant in the whole thing it's very interesting I've, I've seen it <laughs> and a lot a bunch of my Emerson faculty are in it it's crazy it's would like, you like to read like the thing they wrote about Emerson doesn't put it in their catalog <laughs> <laughs> they like start like like slurring his website and stuff the way that it looks and everything it's yeah, yeah, yeah. legible like they're really bashing he actually him. like like he, he talks about how he even tried to like yeah. d- does it say that there are exclamation points in the title because that was a big thing to him was like putting exclamation yes. points nope, in- just super columbine massacre rpg yeah see they're taking it way out of context they don't yeah. understand what this is what? yes what's with the next one uh what's next I was curious. I wanted to read a little bit about that, but I was okay, we'll do it another time. Number seven is Pac-Man for the Atari. I think I've, I've heard a review no. about this before. Are we going to go ahead and call this bad? Yeah, it was not. Well, it wasn't that bad. For the Atari, I think 
I think because the lines were so terrible. Arcade like, was the better one. Yeah, and you. Oh, oh, it was way worse than arcade, but it was still playable. Because I owned one of the it. Bites you have to to get. Like you actually yeah, have to pass. Bad. Yeah, you actually have to pass like uh, like where you need to turn in order to get something. It, it, apparently, like you'd run into ghosts when you were like nowhere near them, and it was really I bad for the that. Atari. I, I recall it being the yeah, standard. No Atari game was particularly. I'm gonna guess we're gonna number one's gonna be ET for the Atari. That's just my guess. It is. It is. Uh, <laughs> way to spoil it, Fred. Spoiler alert. That's just kind of like apparently there's a big there's a big urban legend about like yes. they all ended up in a dump somewhere. The angry video game nerd doing a movie on it. Like that's a, that's his feature. A more <laughs> recent game from 2003 that made number six RoboCop. Oh, uh, they they made like a million copies of it, right? Yeah. Nobody bought any. Yeah, so they're all in a the landfill, landfill somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, RoboCop actually kind of looks nice and everything, uh, but it did really poorly. Just a poor <laughs> poor game. Yeah. Never, never played it. Um, Superman for N64 was pretty, like, that yeah, had been worse That's on that. here, number five, Superman. Hey, there it is. Really? It looks like they took the Pilot Wings engine, and they actually took, like, the actual everything from it and just replaced that guy with Superman. Superman. So when I heard how bad that was, I downloaded it for to, into a ROM, an emulator, yeah. and I actually thought it was really fun. Really? <laughs> like, not in, like, a way of, like, this is a great game, but I, I had to see get... Superman flying near a bridge, and he's ha- having to fly through rings, to, like, you have to do it in Pilot Wings. It's basically <laughs> impossible. Why? And it was fun to Why try. Why Superman flying through floating w- rings? I mean, at least make it somewhat of a Superman game. Well, actually, the, the rings were, while stupid, was probably the most fun part. But suddenly you would, like, let's say that you crossed through 20 rings. Then it, they would give you some three-second objective. You had three seconds to do, to, to do something. The flight and controls are extremely unresponsive, sometimes requiring multiple button presses yes, for a response. It's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but you would, like, they were like, uh, uh, pick up a car and th- chuck it across the city. And you're just like, wait, Why? It's very, very clunky. Having uh, unnecessary, repetitive, difficult, and confusing objectives, unnecessarily short time limits, <laughs> no more yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. poor graphics, and poor controls. <laughs> That's how fun. Uh, number four, Jurassic Park for the Sega Genesis, which I played. <laughs> the same this as the, the Super one, Nintendo No, one? different game. Okay. Uh, I played Super that Nintendo one, too. Super Nintendo was good. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it would, well, I wouldn't call it good. This one you could play as... <laughs> as Grant, right? A dinosaur or Grant? Grant, you just run around and die. Why would you There's play as a dinosaur do. or him? Are they two completely different games, at least? Uh, yeah, I don't remember that. playing as Because they shouldn't have the same goals. I just remember being Grant and just Unless dead. I'm getting confused in the SNES one, could you choose the dinosaur? No, you were always just... You okay, so the, it is the second one. You could change. And much like um, like the old Batman and crap like that <coughs> for the old systems, jumping onto platforms next to impossible. Like, yeah. you almost have yeah. to stop and jump vertically and then hope that you get on the <laughs> ledge. Like, yeah, there's no such thing as running and jumping at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just a- Remember my uncle bought me a Looney Tunes game? And I could not get past the very beginning of the game. You're, you're, I, uh, that's the worst. I had them all, you're, I played them all, beat them all, but I tried playing one recently on an emulator. The Tasmanian Devil. And, and you again, have to go over this bridge. You, and you have jump. to, like, launch launch off the bridge, and there's no button that will make you go into the air. <laughs> so you just go, blunt, and die, like, right at the beginning. <laughs> I had the same issue recently with trying to play as an adult, trying to play those games. I yeah. feel like I can't jump on a platform. One of the weirdest life. things a video game's ever done is this, uh, one of the Metal Gear Solid games. Like, there was... I, did you play those? No, a so, little bit, yeah. So there was like this one part uh, where like something's one. something was wrong. This guy like fucks with your mind. What you had to do was like go over to the console, take out the disc, turn it over, and then like put it back in. Ah. And that's like how you how you fought the boss. That was the same thing in uh, oh, yeah. uh, X Men for Genesis. You um, there was a part where the com- the, the computer crashes <laughs> and you reset the Genesis to go to the next level, yep. which Holy is the shit. scariest goddamn thing <laughs> yeah. because you just got through. It's the second to last level. And I, I remember, like, yeah, there's no internet to look this shit up on. Right, so you're just like, holy fuck. And I remember I was like, you know what, I'm just going to start over again. What a crazy idea. And it went to the next ge- level. I was like, you bastards. <laughs> you know what, the, 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 the rough thing is, when they redid that system, they took out the reset button and you couldn't get past that. Oh. oh. 
But you know what I'm talking about? I do. I yeah. know exactly what you're talking about. It's a pretty about. cool idea, Jack though. Jack Fu, baby. Number, Number three. I have little... that game. It is such a wonderful piece it's of It's fun. I'll give you a quick oh, little God. thing. All right? You are Shaq. Somehow in Tokyo, <laughs> you've been discovered by some Zen karate master who says you have to come You have come from a distant planet to save the world. Don't! That's the plot of this game. What a great awesome. idea. That's like Full House Tournament Fighter. A terrible, terrible <laughs> idea. Uh, Custer's Revenge, which is the pornographic one that we were talking about. Earlier. Oh yeah, you basically just like you have to get over to this nine pixel. This, you have to get over to this Indian woman and rape her. That's yeah. the goal of <laughs> again for the Atari twenty six hundred. And yeah, it's just a pixelated they man with a cowboy really hat, a bow tie, a penis, and a penis. Uh, <laughs> Isn't it weird that we look at the, we look at that game as so like paper bagged and so like subversive, but now we play GTA? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. There is nothing other than... Truly exploitative. Yes. <laughs> nothing else. <laughs> it's just two-dimensional, one screen. I can't stare at anything. I can't stare at the background, which kind of looks like breasts in the distance. It does. Uh, <laughs> other than a man with his penis. Yeah. His penis is as long as his arm. Exact same length, in fact. Uh, it's, a fa- it's a fantasy game. One arm is much shorter than his penis, actually. Uh, She's got a huge can. <laughs> really dangerous, pointy-looking breasts. Uh, <laughs> Death breasts. Slice you open. Final for the Atari 2600 ET the Extraterrestrial. Which I don't even know what's bad about it. I, I don't know much about this game other than it sucked. <laughs> and uh, that people threw it out. I've never played it. I have it's no just, clue. Uh, yeah, unplayable. 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 The screenshot doesn't look like it's a playable thing uh, from what I see. It's just a green screen with green, slightly darker green objects in the background. And I see a, 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 He's a, lime, a light green. <laughs> He's like lime, Everything has been colored green, lime you know, green in the whole picture. They only had green to work with. <laughs> I mean, it's just a, such a bummer because these games were so expensive just to be unplayable. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like if you bought like a movie, you put it in for 70 bucks. Oh, you fun. put it in and it didn't well, play. it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> no refund. No, yeah, yeah, I mean, how many games did I have that, like, I couldn't get past the first level and that yeah. was $60, $70. But when you're a kid, you, away. when you're a kid, you have no discerning taste. You don't think it's bad. You just think it's hard. So you try yeah. really hard to beat it. Yep. And, this is idiotic. And there's no save files. There's no save states. Nope. There's just playing the same Maybe shit over and over again. <laughs> once in the game. All right, we didn't even get to talk about uh, save it. XCOM, Enemy Unknown. We can talk about it the next time since it's not coming out for a little while anyway. Okay. It's coming out Tuesday. Um, <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just coming out after the holiday season now. No. Oh, um, we'll talk about the League of Legends uh, season two. Season. season two uh, playoffs that are that are happening this week. The playoffs. The playoffs. League of Legends has something like I think thirty some millions people that play. And, but since it's a technically a free game, if you want to play solely free, you can. So I don't think it makes as much money as other games. But um, I bet they made a, make a fuckload. I think they do too because it's gotten to the point now where some of the prizes for these tournaments are five million dollars, wow. ten million dollars. Yeah, class. that's not a small a small amount of money to give away. And it's yep. all these like shitty nerdy douchey look, douchey looking kids playing. And, 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 it, and it's become like this weird international thing where like I, I read this article the other day that it's like China uh, sent off its its best team this year to yeah, Los yeah. Angeles. Like the countries are actually like vetting like groups of people to send and, and pay for. It's kind of interesting. I saw some stream this this past week of a guy doing some video game marathon for some charity and he was passed out, mouth agape, <laughs> uh, just sitting there with a controller in his lap on st- just streaming for the world. <laughs> And everybody was just cracking up laughing. <laughs> that was a, so funny. That was a big thing for a while, like doing uh, video game yeah. marathons. Yeah, Final uh, Fantasy. Final Fantasy. I'd like to do it just because I, I'd like to do it just because I like to play Zelda. video games. Yeah. 
It would be an interesting weekend thing, maybe once if we get. We've some talked listeners. about doing it with Alan and Keith a bunch. Well, if we times. get some listeners, that'd be a great thing. If we get over a hundred people and we could get people stream to it watch on Ustream, stream, yeah, and, and yeah. do a weekend at one of our houses and the Rage Quit Power Hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? All right, you're almost at an hour, so. Uh, All right. Well, we have nothing planned for next time, uh, as usual. You just yeah. said a bunch of things you have planned. Yeah, no, yeah. nothing Thanks. except planned. for those things. Uh, and, <laughs> and you have a new you have a rage quit segment you have a John Hunt's S- obscure SNES obscure library segment SNES. which I wish we thought about it before taping this one because I'd love to do it nah you have you have infinite amounts of episodes <laughs> to do this with alright okay bye. see you later everybody bye Do you quit? I sure do.